Hello, world. I'm Eric Dye. I'm Jeremy Smith. And I'm Phil Schneider. And you're listening to the 150th Church Mag Podcast. What's been your guys' experience to this point as far as working with social media for Church Mag? Don't spread yourself too thin. Start in one area, branch out for sure. My daughter just woke up and is looking me dead in the eye, so hold on a second. This week's podcast is brought to you by Jeremy's Church Tech devotional titled Rebuilding. This devotional is the best-selling ebook on Church Mag Press and is being used by individuals and church tech teams all around. It is a devotional for church tech by church tech. Learn more about rebuilding on the Church Mag Press website at churchmag.press. That's churchmag.press. This week on our 150th episode, we are excited to introduce you to the new Church Mag social media team, Tom Pounder and Matt Fisher. Join the conversation and ask a question using the CMagCast hashtag and email us directly at podcast at churchmag, and we'll have Tom and Matt answer you on an upcoming episode. Now, let the fun begin. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag Podcast. With us, uh, we have Jeremy Smith and Phil Schneider, as usual. But today, a very special day, a very special episode of the Church Mag Podcast. We have on with us Matt Fisher and Tom Pounder. And these two stellar guys have been doing... Oh, You know what? I should let Jeremy introduce these guys because he's the guy that, that put the word out. He, he came up with the idea of, of getting some, some people... Uh, to help Church Mag out in a very special way, and he he narrowed them down, and he picked these guys to do it, and they've been doing a phenomenal job. So, Jeremy, I'm going to let you introduce these guys. Hey, it's Tom and Matt. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's my best humor I can come up with right now. Um, yeah. So, I it took a while to find you guys. Right? I mean, I didn't know that I had a we had a whole application process. It was a two or three week application and I asked you guys to fill out a bunch of different stuff um, because I didn't want, I wanted someone to take over from my position and I was just looking for one person. And when we did this, it was more than one person that applied the entire time. So Matt, you and you jumped on board and Tom, you jumped on board. Originally, I know, I know the answer to this because I read your guys's, um, applications and stuff it was it was a whole formal thing applications and everything but what was what was the reason that both of you guys wanted to sign on board so we'll start with uh i think matt you responded back first yeah. so what, what was it that brought you on yes yeah, so i've been listening to church mag podcast for best part of two years now and just love the way that you guys um really hit that intersection of of tech and church um and you've you've helped me uh, in my church tech ministry and um and the way i do things in in church um so yeah that, that's what um initially attracted me to, to, to church mag. that's uh that's pretty that's pretty humbling to hear hear somebody say that um matt Clearly, you have an accent. So, tell everyone where you're from. So, I'm from England. Um, I'm here in Leicester, right in the middle of the country. Um, I've been living here with my family for five years now, um, or coming up six. Um, we moved here to help start a church plant. Of course, everyone listening to the podcast in your neck of the woods is like, we're talking about an accent. You guys, <laughs> the host, you guys are the ones with the accent. <laughs> oh, wait, we don't have an accent. Yeah, I mean, I'm the man of many voices, Eric. I, I blend in no matter where I go. Should, should we make you have have an accent for the rest of the podcast so that so that matt doesn't feel feel awkward at all what do you want do you want eastern european because this is i can do this very well <laughs> some would say you blend in everywhere others would say you blend in nowhere i'm like a i'm like a world traveler wearing a hawaiian shirt and a fanny pack <laughs> yeah 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 it's well 
It doesn't help that you're nine feet tall. That isn't a problem. It is a problem. LOL what? Okay, so, all right, so that's that's the Matt Man. Now, Tom Pounder. Tom. Yes, this is Tom Pounder. Um, and, um, yeah, similar to Matt, I, I've been following you guys for a little bit, you know, reading your blogs uh, more so, just being encouraged by that. And then so when I saw this, I'm always looking for new opportunities to, like, to – you know, expand my skill set, And so I thought this would be a really cool challenge and it, it wasn't very time consuming. At least that's not the requirements. And so I thought this would be awesome to do and see if, if I'm good enough to do this. So that's why I put in the application and really wanted to do this. And again, to, to kind of mix and mingle with you guys too. You guys, I mean, I'm, I follow you guys all on Twitter and all that. So it's just kind of neat to actually chat with you guys offline of that so you guys it has been it has been amazing i mean you guys came you guys came on into the slack back channel and i knew i knew that you guys were like ready to tear it up because you know you're talking about this and that and strategy and we're going to do calls and all these different things and i mean you guys hit the ground running fast and for the first time i mean jeremy was doing the social media before and he he really did bring it up a notch but having you guys working together it really has taken on um a whole new life of its own and has finally taken the church mag social media to where i think all of us always wanted it to be where it was really focused you know as much effort was put in the social media as what was put in the blog because for so long it was so much about um broadcasting what we were publishing and then maybe a few other things jeremy ramped it up some more from past that but you guys really have taken it to a whole other level and it's it's been quite enjoyable i i finally enjoy the church mag social media channels which i mean that kind of sounds awful but it's true. Loving it. I'm, I'm learning loads of i'm sure you are too Tom, but I'm, I'm loving here being in part of the back channel and hearing you know all that's going on different links learning lots yeah it's great <laughs> Yeah. And it's also neat working with Matt too, because again, I mean, I've, I've always been in charge of social media wherever I've been. And so to have someone else to help you and to kind of strategize with you has, has been really cool. Even though he's across the world from me, it's still kind of very cool to, to talk yeah. with him on that. So uh, of course, of course you guys have, see what time zone are you? What, yeah. Where are you from? Tom? I'm from right outside DC, okay. Washington, DC. So I, I'm Eastern awesome. standard time. All right, cool. So you guys are six hour, no, five hours apart because you're in, you're five hours apart, right, Tom? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Because when I was in Italy, that was six hours from the East Coast. So, um, if memory serves me right, Matt, you were an hour before that. So, there's a five hours difference. So, in some ways, while you know you don't have a lot of overlap, so when you connect, it's a narrower window. Together, you, holistically, you cover a lot more time span than if there was just one of you, which I know can can be very helpful. What's been your guys' experience to this point as far as working with social media for Church Mag, positive or negative? lay it all out online welcome to jeremy's sofa so be careful what you say <laughs> my experience has been really cool because again uh, like my scope i've had to learn social media kind of on the on the go for me I, I i have a student ministry background and got thrust into social media because my pastor said or my my executive pastor said gosh tom you're on social media all the time would you like to do this for our church you know and i'm like okay sure whatever so i i did it and um, now, like, I've learned and grown in different areas, but then to now, I, I feel like Church Mag is a completely different thing than 
than broadcasting for a church and sharing and engaging people in a church setting. This has been a nice environment to encourage church tech people and church mm-hmm. communications people and to find different ways to really engage them. So we're, my thought process has been like, how can I engage the people on the social media channels? What, what can I do to inspire them and help them uh, in, in what they're doing via all the stuff that you guys at church mag in the press stuff is, is doing. So that's been kind of my experience so far. Mm, yeah, I totally resonate with that. And I think that keyword engagement there is, is, is definitely bang center of what we are about and, and increasing, you know, we spent the past three months. I feel like we're getting to grips with, uh, you know, how the rhythm of posting, mm-hmm. I feel like it's really time to step up engagement with our, um, you know, lovely church tech community and really helping and, and inspiring and engaging with them on their, on their day-to-day needs and, and things that they have to. One thing that I really appreciated about your guys' approach was, first of all, I appreciated that you guys, you had some experience, you had some, you had some foundational things and understanding in approaching it. But more important than even that is neither one of you were like, hey, I'm a social media guru or, hey, I'm a social media pro, right? You came out of of it from a perspective of learning. And And I think that that is really the key in dealing with social media. If you look at it saying, you know, I'm going to learn this, you have to have a a teachable attitude. You have to go into it always wanting to learn because the platform is always changing. So if you're not always learning, then you're not keeping up with the ever changing. And so having that 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 attitude of humility of saying, hey, I'm going to learn this. I'm going to, you know, try to stay on top of it, that sort of thing. I think that is key to being successful as well as bringing the humanity that is very needed to social media. Yeah, thanks a lot. I mean, honestly, like with social media, everything changes all the time. Every group is offering something new. Every network is offering something new. Like again, with Facebook and their message day thing, I was like fooling around with that the other day. I'm like, how can we utilize this? What can we do? I mean, so, I mean, God knows what's going to happen down the road, but if Twitter doesn't start getting their act together, they're going to be eliminated pretty soon, I, I think so. But it's always a constant learning experience. Mm. Well, I just like the, I just like the idea that some churches are actually pushing forward into social media rather than being dragged into it. That's encouraging. And I think that uh, my daughter just woke up and is looking me dead in the eye. So hold on a second. <laughs> it feels it feels empty to carry on without Phil. But alas, here we are at the crossroads. <sighs> Go ahead, Jeremy. Fire away with question, man. You guys have had three months on the process. Um, was there anything that you guys at this point have wanted to do when you first signed on that you that you haven't gotten to do yet? Or is there something in the three months that you said, hey, we really need to do this? Um, that would be a great idea for Church Mag that we haven't discussed yet. It's kind of an on-the-fly. Um, kind of people a, the intention for this is kind of giving people a look at our process because we do all this in Slack of, hey, let's do this, hey, it's this. And it's like super efficient when we talk about on the back end. Um, but I figured if we had a quick conversation like this now, people could see what happens in case they've never done this before. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, also, it's because Jeremy knows that if he brings these things up on the podcast, I'm more apt to say yes. <laughs> well, I haven't even had to do that in a while. I mean, you've been letting us just like, run free with it for a little bit. Unless it involves money or something, we kind of rock with it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So the thing that comes straight to mind for me is Instagram. I'm, 
itching to get um, going on Instagram. I feel like we've got loads of great visual content that would really work on there. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing that I'm, I'm passionate about getting cracking on. Yeah. And um, I really think that there's some real opportunities for us with video stuff. I, it could be very simple things, but, you know, I've seen over with what pro church tools is doing, mm. um, you know, he's doing quick one to two minute videos at times. And, and I talked with Jay Cranda over at Saddleback and he's using video to encourage like some, some of his small groups, online small groups. And I think we can do some video things from you guys that would really increase some visibility and engagement. Mm. So Instagram, what kind of content are you thinking of as far as that's concerned that you would like to start off with? Obviously there's the Bible quotes and there's the someone smiling into the camera. And so <laughs> you guys have a good day with your church tech, which is sure. almost never really true, but sure. Sure. So the thing that kind of prompted maybe a picture of a donut, a dumb donut, as I'm adjusting my audio. Well, the thing that I'd really love to kick off our Instagram feed with would be um, I was running an event in a church a, a couple of months back, and um, at the back of their AV booth, they've got a little um, just a sharpie written onto the, the their their table um, that's saying you are not at the back, you are at the forefront of worship, you're an integral part of worship. And it's just a kind of reminders of inspiration and um, helping church techs remember, um, you know, what, what this is all about and what we're doing it for. And um, yeah, just, just it's things like that that I think feel like we could really um, inspire our community. That with. would be really cool because, um, you know, we we signed up for that Instagram account a couple of years ago and it's just it's kind of just kind of just sat there waiting for somebody to pick it up so um for me personally it's it's pretty exciting to be able to to see that possibly you know not possibly to, to finally see you know as we're on the edge of this thing starting to make that a regular thing it's it's pretty awesome of course the, the of course the fact that <laughs> the fact that instagram finally made it possible to have more than one account on one app on one phone that that was a huge help a huge help so for you matt you see the instagram would excel in something like that that's the other platforms um are falling behind or just not um, made for yeah i think so yeah i think it would just enhance um you know we can share the same photos direct to twitter and other platforms as well but i think it would just enhance and tap into another you know segment of audience that we're you know perhaps not doing loads with i feel like there's there's probably a ton of church text on instagram that we can um engage with in a, in a good way and one thing that i like about other platforms is i mean, sure you are able to expose yourself to new people but i really you know that's the thing that that's one thing that the podcast has done is while it it has introduced us to new people um it also gives an opportunity for people to see church mag from another angle to give people another dimension and i think that that's key as well so if you know if you're following the church mag you know facebook and twitter and you're following the podcast if you're following all the channels um there's one or two things that can happen with your approach one everything's repetitive and people get burned out or they decide they really only need to follow one place because everything just repeats itself or like we've been able to kind of do sure there is some overlap but each provides a unique perspective 
that if you're following all of them, it isn't that you're getting the same thing over and over, but you're getting another angle and another perspective and more insight that brings you closer and gives you a better view of the community as a whole, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys know the, the humans of New York Instagram feed, but that really comes to mind for me. Um, it's telling stories with really high quality photos of you know different snippets you can you can see that coming together on instagram snippets of church tech kind of stories and about how people are using using church tech um, in their kingdom work yeah very nice well that's that is you know that is the kingdom work telling stories Mm. that's what the gospel is that's what you know our job in delivering the gospel to others is to tell one big story and i think this is where church tech can be at the right right at the center of of kingdom work in this new century Mm -hmm. absolutely now now tom you had said tom you had said that you you think the video would be good um that seems like interesting for me because you had mentioned Brady where they're all kind of located in one area and that would be easy for them. How would that, how would that work? I obviously I'm all on board with video cause I try to do it all the time, but how would that work with something like church mag where we, first of all, are all scattered all over in the world. Um, but they would want to do that well with church tech. Yeah. And more, and more importantly, are we going to have to comb our hair? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> or wear a shirt. That's yeah. why this is an audio only stream right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because pants. This is awesome. Well, pants required for audio too. Sorry. Uh, are, they? are they? Are they? Oh gosh, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I think there, again, I think you can do video without it being overly professional. I think, you know, things that I've done for my blog before has been something where I've done a quick little video intro to to direct people to the blog as as a way just to increase engagement because again Facebook is so video centric right now in fact I think not last quarterly earnings but the one before they said we're all in on video so mm-hmm. Facebook wants to be all in on video they're going to use it with Instagram um, and, and they're going to find some other ways. So I think if we can try to find ways that we can either introduce a subject instead of writing text and putting an image in, maybe we sh- shoot a short little 30 second video asking a question. And I think it just pops up in their feed a little bit more to, you know, that, and you'll get to see our ugly faces a little bit more, but it's something that we can do on your Android device or my iPhone, because I don't know why you guys don't have iPhones, but I mean that, you know, you can still shoot good quality video on your Android devices and post it up directly to Facebook. So I think just simple little tidbits or video tips um, that we can use to encourage and inspire people would be great. Yeah, absolutely. And I saw a stat recently that said that by 2020, which is just around the corner, 70% of web traffic will be through video and so that's just reinforces what you're you're talking about there tom yeah did you see that he rattled the cage and i didn't respond (laughs) 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 one one thing that's been kind of popular has been popularized is for pastors or different ministry leaders is to use the facebook live video or to use use these video channels and you know 
early adoption is is a great thing to do. But one thing that you have to keep in mind with your your church and your ministry, I think, when you when you see some of these trends and you see other people doing it, is you have to look at who these other people are. And you know, a, a lot of times they have a team behind them. They have video producers. They have people that are doing lighting that you can't see in the video that are helping make this a high-end production. And you holding your smartphone, you know, before service or whatever can 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 come off very amateurish in that sense. And 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 while the standard has been set very very high and we often underestimate the time and energy it takes for production, polish, experience, knowledgeability, you know, all these different things. You know, you talk about Brady and, and those guys. I mean, their stuff comes off top-notch because they are top-notch when it comes to video production. Like like Jeremy said, they're, they're positioned. That's what they do. It is their craft. It is their niche. And so that can be intimidating, especially for, you know— you know, a small church, you know, about 100 people and the pastor feels like he should do this because this minister's doing it or he saw this online and it was cool and everyone's saying you should do it. And instead of helping them, it actually hurts them. And so, you know, you talk about, you know, 70%, you know, 2020, 70% will be video content. So it makes me wonder if, if everyone as society and culture as a whole will become more polished, much like we have with Instagram you know, Instagram makes us all look like great photographers. Will that happen with video tools as well? I, I, I'm thinking so, because there's no way that, that 70% of the content is going to be most of the video that I see people sharing, if that makes sense. And when I say that most of the video that people are sharing, I'm talking about the quality, you know, because people aren't just going to want to watch anything. It's going to need to look good. And so I'm, I'm going to be curious to watch the watch the evolution of that. Sure. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're right, Eric. I think there, there are some really great tips out there and content for really doing it simply but well and cheaply too. I know Brady Show has got a great post about, um, I think it's like the $130 video setup or something like that. I just think there's some, there's a whole new um, load of cheap devices that are coming onto the market that can make video cheap and, and really easy to put together. And I love um, the way he talks about the priority of video not being video first, but audio quality is the most important part of video content, lighting second, and video actually being third in terms of priority. Yeah, and I believe that we have an entire generation of of uh, we have an entire generation growing up with social media, understanding you know good camera angles and presentation and and you know they come by it more innately than than older generations and so you know by 2020 you know i could i could i could definitely see that for sure and i, and I think that all of this is why i love church max so much because we are allowed to experiment and we're allowed to experiment and fail and we're allowed to experiment and try and to uh, go places where it doesn't seem logical to go and so we'll, we'll keep on we'll keep evolving in this process so Matt and Tom, if you had to pick one thing to say to churches, big, small, whatever, as far as social media um, from your own just personal experience, what would you say to them, whether it's a word of encouragement or a thing for them to consider or um, one thing for them to go and continue to learn? What would that be? Sure. So one thing I've just put in place in the past month or so um, is a, a, a social media team, basically. So I've identified five people in our church community who are great at sharing content online and sharing their stories online. 
Um, so we've just simply created a little WhatsApp group and we are sharing ideas and content and things that would work well online, which is just making it so much easier to produce content from for our church social media um, profiles. So that, that's that's one thing I'd, I'd encourage churches to go out and do is identify a few people who would you know, passionate about social media and, and can lead the church in sharing stories online. Yeah, that's, that's a really good one, Matt. Um, and I would say, you know, the tendency, and I think, I, th- I think it was Eric who mentioned this uh, earlier, but the tendency I think for churches that they have to go all in and do um, everything. And what I would encourage churches to do is you have to be on social media. And if you're not, you need to start somewhere and to start somewhere just do one thing really well. Just get on Facebook and do it really well or get on Instagram and do it really well. You don't have to get on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Google Plus, mm-hmm. you know, Snapchat. Just do one thing, get it do it really well, and then as you get comfortable with that, then you can branch into other areas. But if you get on and do everything and you don't you're not doing them well and you're not posting enough or strategically enough, you're, it's going to be a failure in some way. So just get on one thing and do it really well. I, and I just want to echo, re-echo, I just want to echo that because you know that that's not something we're just saying. That's something that we actually are doing. The you know Tom and and Matt have been doing Facebook and Twitter, and they've been pushing hard on that. And you know they've got their bearings. They're they're cruising really awesome. And so now we're talking about well, let's incorporate Instagram. You know we did the same thing with YouTube. We were kind of on YouTube. Jeremy got the ball rolling to create regular content on YouTube, and so that's that's gotten steam and, and is just kind of cr- on cruise control right now. And then um, even this podcast, you know, we. We decided once we were going to do it, we were going to do it, and we've we've uh, done our best to stay consistent because we didn't want to. We didn't want that to happen where you put energy, you get something started up, you create a little content, and then it just kind of ends. Ultimately, that is a waste of time and resources. And so, yeah, don't spread yourself too thin. Start in one area, branch out for sure. Send us an email, subscribe, and search for previous episodes of the Church Mag Podcast by visiting Church Mag. You'll find a link on the main menu. Go to churchm.ag. That's Church Mag, churchm.ag. And while you're hanging on Church Mag, send us a message and subscribe to the Church Mag Podcast so you can receive an early release of the show every Friday. And be sure to follow us on your favorite social media channels. Just visit Church Mag and you'll find the social media links in the footer. <laughs> Welcome to another episode. Oh, wait, say what, Jeremy? Sorry. <laughs> What are you sorry for, huh? Would you like to share with the rest of the class? This is why we only get one episode recorded nowadays. It's true. It's true. The more the merrier. Okay. Uh, here we go. The Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com.